Vosi Maupa here on Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. Welcome back to our show, the midday conversation. And now we are going to the selling point. As you know, the selling point is produced and brought to us by none other than our spectacular producer, Sabelo uh, Makubo, that has brought uh, us this show. Packaged very nicely for you and I to learn uh, in as far as business and uh, is concerned. Hence, we call it the selling point. Um, welcome back. And uh, as, as promised, we are joined by our um, guest here uh, from uh, uh, TPG Loans. Uh, TPG Loans. I normally confuse it with TPG Loans. I don't know where I get a B from, but uh, it's uh, TPG Loans, uh, a subsidiary of the Progressive Group uh, PTY LTD, uh, which aims at assisting South African consumers with short-term cash flow solutions. Uh, their short-term solutions are not intended to meet your long-term financial needs. I think we need to be clear on that. They're not intended at all to meet your long-term financial needs, whether you want to uh, buy a car, I'm not sure they'll tell us, or you want to buy, uh, get a mortgage. Uh, that's not what they're all about, but they what they're all about is really to uh, help you with your short-term lending needs. And uh, TPG Loans uh, believes they can, they believe they can build a good relationship with you, the customer, and trust that as they keep their promises, you will keep yours too. Um, and they have their online application and approval process through their mobile uh, uh, facilities. And joining us on the line is the Mr. Kushe Mavelem Pashwa, uh, is the founder and director of the Progressive Group PTY LTD, which wholly owns uh, TPG Loans. Mr. Mpashwa, welcome to the Midday Conversation. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Fusimaupa, for the invitation. Um, I, I really appreciate um, uh, for the concession to the country today. Thanks very much. Yeah, How are you doing yourself? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for asking. That's very kind of you, Mr. Mbashwa. And uh, yeah, thank you. You're most welcome. And uh, for being on the show for us, it's a privilege. I think I met uh, Gushe, um sometime about a year or so ago. I was on a program uh, called the Emerging Markets uh, in the United States. Mm -hmm. And Kushe was uh, a student at Fordham University down in the Bronx in the United States. And he was one of uh, uh, the people responsible for us as we landed in the United States. Uh, Kushe, um, is, that, is that correct? Did I capture the, uh, the account of events correct? Uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. It was... Uh uh, 2022, uh, when we met, um, I think it was around uh, May also. When yeah. I was actually just com com completed my master's degree. And uh, you guys, I was welcoming you guys to actually show you how's New York, how New York life is. <laughs> and, and you, right. Actually, it was a great time having with you that time. Right. We will at some point. I think we'll get one of the representatives from this program. I think it's a fascinating program that it produces people like um, uh, Gushe uh, that have done so well in their communities and their own right in their fields. Um, yeah, Gushe. For those that at least now they have idea of who Gushe is. I mean, we met in New York. That's one. But we want to get a bit of um, details of a, a person behind this business. Um, who is Gushe, and maybe. Um, what uh, motivated you to come up with this facility called TPG Loans? 
Uh, thanks. Um, uh, uh, maybe just also for the listeners to get my background. I was actually born in a place called Etujwa, Mbeulini. Uh, but that's where I was born. But I spent a uh, majority of my life in Cape Town. Uh, that's where I did primary, uh, high school, varsity. Then I went to go to corporate. Um, I worked for Sanlam a bit uh, in, uh, as an investment professional. Then till I went to the US to complete my master's degree. But it's, uh, in terms of uh, where I saw the opportunities, actually it's more of a market failure that I was actually fascinated me to say uh, there's a, a big uh, market failure in terms of the people that need most credit solution or facilities don't actually have access to financial solution. So my motive was to say, uh, let's actually create a platform where we democratize credit and we give people access to financial services. And those people actually, because I believe actually almost in every enterprise or every person has in some sort uh, use credit in their life. And right. credit is actually the foundation of financial uh, a financial uh, inclusion because uh, you can you, you buy credit to get your car, to get your house, and your and sometimes you might need credit for small things that actually might be very important to your life. And then most people that in the lower end of the market don't have, have access to that because of their state of the economic status. So we thought, uh, and which makes the bulk of the South Africans, we thought there's a there's a big market failure that you can address, and the traditional institution were not necessarily suited to actually to help those guys. We thought, let's solve the problem. And that's how TBG Loans was actually founded on those premises. Beautiful. And when was this? When did TPG Loans start? Okay, uh, maybe just another, another background that is very critical in terms of how we how we started TBG Loans. I was still at Sunlam at that time as an investment professional with some of, uh, we decided with some of my colleagues that we wanted to actually play the market. And we thought, okay, how then we play the market on our own personal capacity and and not necessarily because it was our daily job to 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 look at the markets and stuff like that. So, but we wanted to fast track our learning group. We wanted to start a, a, a investment stock fell. Mm. Uh, where we would then put the money in the in, in the market. Yeah. Then while we were putting the money together, they said, "Guys, man, let's give me an, an opportunity. Let me start this thing and 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 in a, in a small scale and play the and 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 actually give people access to to financial service products." And then we started. That was in 2017. And then from from time to time, we've grown the business till now. We've been like it's been uh, more than five years. Doing this thing and it's been growing and it's been very helpful that we're actually helping ordinary households to actually meet their short-term financial solution oh that's a quite a fascinating story that you it's something that you've been doing for some time and uh you know getting guys to try to um getting got our money together and uh having to identify that niche in the market made you, um, I think, led you to where you are now. And am I correct to assume that you are a credit provider uh, type of an organization? Yes, that's correctly. We actually are a, a, a purely credit provider. 
uh, even though we do have, uh, uh, which is our product line are quite uh, very straightforward. So we offer three solutions, which the third one is not necessarily a credit solution. Uh, we offer uh, consumer uh, consumer loans, which can be broken down in terms of uh, payday loans. And also we have a, a longer dated uh, consumer uh, product as well, which we call a deposit finance. I'm sure you, 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 if you stay in a, in a, in, 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 in a big city, you know, when you move into apartments, the, the landlord usually was, was asked for a deposit. We actually yeah. also provide that um, financing solution that to finance your deposit while maybe you could be moving into in between um, uh, two apart, uh, one apartment to another, and then there's a lag period when you receive your, your deposit and when you need to pay the, the, the deposit to a new apartment. So we finance that, and that's all for consumer credit, but those loans for deposit finance, they don't go as long as six months. That's the longest uh, term period, but uh, our consumer payday loans is actually 31 day uh, uh, loans, and then we also offer business loans uh, to for a small like opportunist business loan. We tend to actually find entrepreneurs that are not necessarily financed by your traditional uh, uh, institution, financial mm. institution, because so that's we it's uh, we then focus on on actually supporting the entrepreneurs. And then also have what you call uh, advisory, which is more like trying to help entrepreneurs where we think that we can't necessarily finance them by own capacity. We connect them to uh, to, uh, to potential funders that actually would meet their risk profile. And then and while trying to reduce the execution cost of the financing. So we use our industry networks to actually to actually connect entrepreneurs with those capital providers. We're going to talk more in details about uh, some of the product lines that you offer. But uh, Gushe, you know, if it means we end this interview now, we do. Um, we don't want to find ourselves talking to a bogus institution. Before I started, I spoke about Abu Mashonisa, which is called Loan Sharks. And uh, I hope you're not <laughs> one of them. Uh, my question to you, Gushe, and this will determine whether we continue here or not. Are you accredited with a relevant regulatory institution, such as the National Credit Regulator? Yes, we are registered ah. to NCR. You can always use maybe one of the keywords, either the progressive group or you use TPG loans to search on the NCR database. And you see us there, we are registered. Then you see also my name there, I'm the key representative of the organization. So my contact details or the business contact details <laughs> will also be there. And you'll right. find us where we're located and how you can get in touch with us. All right, now we cleared that out. So we're talking to a, an accredited institution here um, so we can continue this conversation safely. <laughs> um, t tell me, let, now let's talk into details about, <clears throat> excuse me, the main business activities that, that you do there. You spoke about um, the consumer credit that is about 31 days and uh, six months to pay back. Uh, what's the what's the range of the offerings that you do uh, in as far as credit is concerned? The minimum and perhaps the maximum amounts that you do offer. So uh, specifically to the consumer credit, we have two products, which is mainly the short term, which is short dated, 31 day, with a minimum of loan amount of 100 grand 
and you can go up to a two thousand, and that money needs to be paid back within uh, thirty-one days. And then, as uh, and as as well, we have another product called the deposit finance. I said deposit finance specifically because it's actually mainly for deposit finance, not for other loans. So that one is actually it can go up to a fifty. Well, average loan amount is usually fifteen thousand or to uh, to a maximum of twenty thousand. And then that one is actually should be paid within in, 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 in within six months. But the average payback period is actually around three months. That it's Gusem uh, Pashwa, the CEO and founder of a TPG Loans. Uh, that is, I think, TPG Loans is a subsidiary of the progressive group, uh, PTYLTD. We're going to quickly go to the ad break. When we return, we're going to continue our, our conversation with Gusem Mpashwa. This is Vusi Maupa on the Midday Conversation. Communicating the narrative of a changing global order. Ubuntu Radio. From Kayalicha to Musina. Our money crisscrosses the country, connecting communities. Now, our banknotes and coin look a little different, with upgraded security features and new designs celebrating our heritage. But don't worry, your trusted rands with the new designs and the older ones are still worth the same. So go on, use both with confidence. Our money, our pride. SA Reserve Bank, connecting us. Hi, this is Mane, and you're listening to Ubuntu Radio. Welcome back to the Midday Conversation with myself, Vusi Maupa, on Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's uh, public diplomacy in action. Uh, we are available online, at, that's it's ubunturadio.com, otherwise at DSTV channel triple uh, eight. if you just joined us. Thank you so much, and we are talking, we have on the line one of the young people doing amazing things out there, uh, the founder and director of the progressive group, uh, PTYLTD, we wholly owns TPG Loans. We spoke about uh, him. Uh, we spoke about how they started the company. And we did clear the air. Just to be clear, we did clear the air that uh, they are a registered or accredited institution with the National Credit Regulator uh, for offering the services that they do um, offer to you, the society, as well as uh, the businesses. Uh, Mr. Mpashwa, thank you for staying, us, for staying with us and uh, on this show. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Fusi. You're most welcome, sir. And you, we, before the break, we spoke about the deals you offer to our customers. <clears throat> and excuse me, now you also did mention in your opening that you offer a business finance. How does that work? Uh, with business finance, it's actually looking at uh, opportunist projects. Uh, we actually only finance uh, a project that we, we uh, have a, a revenue attached to it. We don't actually give finance to to do your uh, your uh, to pay your employees that and and then the project the, the financing solution that we're giving you doesn't actually translate in additional revenue coming to 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 the business. So we need to we one sometimes we call it a, a purchase order finance. So you need to have an order that you want to, 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 to finance, then come to us. And those usually we don't necessarily do a loan that is longer than 12 months. And that also differ in terms of what you, their business needs are. And then we look at project by project and in terms of what is needed. But in terms of pricing, is we still very uh, follow a similar uh, pricing mechanism 
which we would do for a consumer loan. But the main focus there is actually financing the entrepreneur. So we look at the entrepreneur and as, 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 as a joking that we look at to say, how do this person be able to pay back the loan? So that's what makes us special because most of these guys that we finance, you find that sometimes they might uh, not have uh, uh, sophisticated accounting systems. Then it makes that they might it might be difficult for them to actually go to locational banks to actually get financing. Right. So we thought we want to actually help those guys that you understand they, the business works. It's just that the only thing that they, it, 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 that is they find it difficult is actually showing the financial records that actually would say that uh, we actually can operate, but. If we are comfortable, we understand the concept, we understand the business, and they can demonstrate how they will actually make the money, and then we are happy to finance because we, as an entrepreneur, understand what entrepreneur go through. So we wouldn't want to say because someone is not necessarily have sophisticated accounting system, therefore is not allowed to have financing. So that's our ethos. We want to actually democratize uh, credit, hence access for us is very important. But over time, what you find that once you build a good relationship with clients and stuff like that, we then can the person can now create his own uh, uh, record and be able to uh, show that he's a good payer, and then other lenders will be able to to finance the person. But with that, what we try to do is to build the history with the client, and we partner with the with the client that we, we finance and so that they because we understand we only make money if they make money as yeah. long as we have a good relationship we'll actually be happy parties sure uh, there's, there's a new term in south africa i'm not sure if that's what you also refer to um the new term of uh, entrepreneurs it's called tenderpreneurs uh, is do you do you also consider those guys that could get contracts with the state or the government uh, you know whichever level of government local provincial or national and they come to you and say hey i have this project i need um x amount of inputs uh, can you please help me out are those some of the entrepreneurs you refer to uh, I wouldn't call them uh, uh, tender premiers. Entrepreneurs and entrepreneur, depending, it's just a matter of where you get back of your business. So if you you get your back of your business, let's say you're a worksman, you do landscaping. Sometimes you might not even do business with government. You might actually, because you have a skill that you can do a pro, nice landscaping, you can go into a corporate because they've seen your work and they say you want they want to, 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 to execute the project. But the guy might struggle to have financing. Uh, because he doesn't have uh, uh, these sophisticated uh, financial statement that the, the national bank would want. Would you call that guy is not uh, a tender entrepreneur? Obviously, he's getting a tender because the process of the business is they actually go through a tender process of identifying who's going to be the service provider. But that guy is, a, is an entrepreneur. Uh, we finance those kind of guys. It doesn't really matter if they get that bulk of the business for, from government on private sector, but majority of our people that we finance is guys that actually get uh, business from private sector and because they are skilled men and then these corporate class them, they can deliver the job. And then we're there to help them. So for, for both uh, customers, uh, individual customers and businesses that you do finance, uh, what guarantees do you uh, do they need to offer? What credit guarantees do they need to offer for you to provide them? Uh, I'm trying to figure if this is not a reckless lending. Uh, 
What we what we do, obviously, it, it will differ from a consumer credit. Uh, but what we put compared to a business credit, because a business is then we need to look at the business also with the project that you actually looking for financing. But for a consumer credit, it's quite straightforward. You have a, a, a simple process. So as we open, the first thing that we want to make sure that we give you uh, a, a credit that you can afford. How do we ensure that? We require to understand what's your affordability and how to identify affordability. Uh, we look at, uh, we ask you for your payslip to, to identify how much you, you actually qualify for. And, and, some, and, and, and then we overlap that by also looking in terms of your expenses to see what the credit, what cash flow to have after you've done your, you, you, from what you earn and after you have paid all your expenses, will you have excess cash so, so that you can be able to pay us? So there are two components that we look for consumer credit. And usually a very simple and standardized process, we only give 10% of your as an allowance of your, your maximum credit that you can get as because our loans are very short term and we give you 10% allowance to say if you earn 20,000 the maximum you can go you can get is actually uh, uh, 2,000 but if you earn 16,000 the maximum you can get is actually 16 is, is, is 6.5 6.6 which is the 10% of your actually uh, of your monthly income, sure, sure. Which is, and then we don't go beyond that because if because we, we don't want to make it difficult for you to pay us back. And we said we want to actually meet your short term. And it's, it's an emergency financing solution, not to meet your long term financial obligations. Right. So I'm trying to to get to to understand your business model, and I think you, you're painting it nicely there um, uh, about the affordability. But are you looking at the um, income, um, less expenses, and other credits? So if I earn twenty thousand rand, uh, then you give me ten percent of that, which it's about I think a thousand rand or so. Um, or are you going to look at um, my net income less all the expenses and the credits that I, I do have more like what will a financial institution like a bank will do? So we, we look at uh, both in conjunction because remember also uh, people might also what you call this hence we, we very our cap is actually on the, on the on, we focus more on the income uh, because that you can get from a pay slip. Yeah. And, but with the with the expand column, people can understand understate their um, their 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 expenses in in with the hope that they, they want to actually have access to more, and then obviously that will actually still present the same problem that this person is over indebted and is not going to be able to pay us back. Hence, we very focus on in actually on the pay slip to say what that number tells us, which means that's your maximum, but we can't give you more than that. Obviously, if you have a good relationship with us, we've shown that uh, from time to time you are able to pay on time, we then are able to look at, okay, we can adjust it in such a way that it's not still inaccessible in terms of what you can afford. So we look at in, uh, in both ways, but our main focus is actually looking on the top number, which what's the maximum that you get on a monthly, which comes to your bank account from your your, your income. Obviously you've uh, 
when you come with this kind of a business, one would uh, not be quick to assume that it has a positive societal impact, right? But as a as a business a founder of of, of such uh, a product line or pro, uh, business line, you probably have some philosophy that underpins why you are here today. Um, what are some of the impact, or what is what is some of the impact that uh, your business you'd say I would makes to the society? Uh, our biggest thing that we we try to do, which is because now we are with the, uh, with the help of technology and we are able to uh, be able to collect data and address a market that not necessarily people say it's actually it's not uh, uh, it's not a, a market that is actually worth of servicing. So the market is we want to actually give the person that wouldn't have even access to any credit opportunity to have access to credit. Hence, we believe that what makes to us to be in business and what makes us to say we are very proud that we're contributing to society is because we are democratizing credit. So we, uh, especially with the history of South Africa, you know, most of our, uh, especially the previous disadvantaged population, didn't have a lot of financial products that would speak to their needs, especially your so-called uh, low-income earners. And then because sometimes they might not have all the, the boxes that the banks would want because banks by nature are very conservative. And then sometimes they they uh, they, uh, they create products that wouldn't actually fit the market. So one of the big things that we are proud of that we are, is a contribution in the market is actually we might making credit accessible to everyone, which is very foundational in terms of what uh, our forefathers fought for in terms of democratizing uh, things, which is accessibility is a big issue. And if we are able to bring that in the market and have access, people have access to credit, we think we are actually doing a good job. It's something that makes me sleep at night. Beautiful. And the number of people you employ, is there anyone besides yourself that is employed by your institution? So how we currently work, we work in terms, I would say, direct employ- employment that we trade, I would say, on a, on a monthly basis, we, we have we, we use a model called a network marketing model. So what we, how it works, we have a referral model, which that's how we create employment, which is indirect employment. It's actually, we have people that we call sales consultant. The sales consultant, they're actually, they are the one who are actually our brand ambassadors. They make the brand grow. And then they're actually very fundamental for us in terms of creating uh, 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 uh a new class client for us because they are the one who actually take our business to the market. And those people, we pay them on a, on a commission basis. I'm comfortable to say now we have, have about 12 people that have their own uh, a book, which they're building. And mm. then those guys, I'll call them brokers, which is them themselves. They are self-employed and they're entrepreneurs of which they, they plug in in our platform. And, 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 and then those other people are saying, that's the, the direct employment that we are creating. We are in conversation with Mr. Kutle Marvelum Pashwa, the founder and director of the Progressive Group, PTY LTD, where she owns TPG Loans. We're going to go to an ad break when we return and continue our conversation with Kutle Pashwa. You are listening to Vusimaupa here on Ubuntu Radio. 
Don't be fooled into smuggling drugs in exchange for money or a free vacation. Many South Africans are currently serving lengthy prison sentences abroad for drug-related offenses, often in deplorable conditions. Do not accept gifts from people you don't know very well or offer to carry parcels, letters, handbags or suitcases for other people when traveling abroad. Remember that in some countries, drug convictions carry the death penalty. This message was brought to you by Ubuntu Radio in partnership with Doko Consular Services. Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. This is Ubuntu Radio. Ubuntu Radio. A product of the Department of International Relations and Corporation South Africa. Welcome back to the Midday Conversation on Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. And I think this is a public diplomacy in action a conversation we are having with Gushem uh, Pashwa that he's really trying to um, put his way of lending money in a diplomatic way to help our society and his clients, as he did outline uh, in his business model and the number of people he employs, I think he mentioned about 12 or so, as well as the impact they do to help those societies in uh, uh, people in our society and particularly interesting their observation around uh, deposit lending. I think that's what he referred to where, you know, they, if you're moving into a new area and you um, let's take a student and you want to a varsity uh, when you get there uh, you don't find accommodation or you do find it uh, but they want a certain amount of insurance or deposit and that's where they come in this applies to if maybe you are relocating uh, from one area to the next and you only started your job uh, i think they come in there to to help um in in that space but uh, mr Mpashwa, and thank you so much for staying with us on the line uh, thanks for it's it's been a been a great conversation so far. Uh, thanks for also for the opportunity. I'm glad you're loving it, sir. Uh, I want to talk about. I spoke about uh, in this opening when we, after the break around people moving from um, one place to the university or studying a new uh, employment. Uh, I want uh, tell us about your geographical spread. Where are you found? Actually, the nice thing about being a, a, in a digital economy and, and, and also embracing technology, we have everything that we do is online. So but, but the virtue of having an un- online platform, we actually are everywhere in the country. So but majority of our clients are based in Cape Town and Joburg uh, because that's where uh, a lot of of, uh, of of the people that I serve, I service, are based. But we do have uh, 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 clients across the country, of which uh, the uh, only cl- uh, province which I think we have been touched. We, uh, when I look at the data in terms of where most of our client come from, as a, as I said, Western Cape is a big market, and uh, followed by Joburg and then Eastern Cape, and then we have uh, uh, most a small client in KZN and and other parts. It's only the pl- only province that we have been hit is Limbombo and Pumalanga. Uh, and Northwest. Those are the three provinces that are, we not necessarily have a footprint. It's not like we don't service clients in there. We have been actually being able to, to, to get traction in those markets, but we are looking to expand in those markets. If uh, you uh, have listeners in from those clients, TB, uh, TBG loans is there to serve you. 
And uh, t- tell us a little bit more about your client's profile. Uh, what, what is your data telling you in terms of um, their earnings without being specific, maybe gender profile, um, you know, age, if you like? What, what's your uh, client's profile? So in terms of, uh, which is something that I'm very proud of in, uh, because in terms of gender distribution, it's, it's actually hit, uh, it's 51, 49 which with 51 Muslim males, and of which that is actually a function of the fact that uh, when uh, I started the platform, most of the guys that were in, uh, I, I got to introducing the platform were mostly my friend and people that I used to work with and, and I have mostly, mostly male friends that uh, hence I was able to, to get more male clients. But over time, what makes me proud, which is what I'm very proud in terms of saying we are actually uh, creating a, a, a platform that we have a platform that actually makes a big impact to society. The female component is actually what I call organic growth of the business. It actually have actually grown by itself with females themselves introducing themselves in the platform. And that part of the market has grown over time. I remember when we started in, 20, in, 20, uh, in 2017, the, the, the spread between male and female it was 34, 70 with 70 males, but now it's shrink to half half, which is quite impressive. And then in terms of understanding, in terms of uh, what we do in society, especially bringing this concept of putting women and in, in, into economic decisions. And then we find that those female clients, they tend to actually have a higher repayment rate because they use this platform to solve household needs. And mm-hmm. then every every and then hence they actually are the best uh, ambassador to actually for the business because they actually introduce other female clients in the platform. In terms of uh, uh, age group, we do most of the of, of our uh, older client, which is guys born in the seventies and late seventies, early seventies, and early eighties. Those what you find usually those are your female uh, single parents. And then mm. also have uh, young professional guys that are born that don't necessarily want to have uh, uh, a long-term uh, credit uh, commitments. They prefer to come to us for those short-term credit needs. And then those uh, 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 kind of born around the late 80s and early 90s, which those are people that are, uh, are making credit in corporate now, and they're actually a young professional. And then in, in terms of uh, income bracket, which is quite impressive with we, what we have done over time, of which what the business have actually also taught, taught us in terms of how we should move. And, and, and when we started, we thought the big market that we were uh, our service was actually guys that were earning less than uh, 10,000, mm. of which what surprised me with data 80% of our clients actually ends between uh, 30,000 and actually and 14,000 with about a uh, 40, uh, 44, uh, 44% of our clients and between uh, 14,000 and 20,000. And then uh, you have about uh, 36 and in between uh, 20,000 to 30,000. Uh, 30, and then about 2% get end above, above um, above uh, 30,000, 
which is actually very remarkable in terms of the bulk of our clients actually is actually your civil servant and people that actually work in proper jobs and that actually don't want to be have a long commitment committed and they usually use our platform as a as a as a one source to actually solve that pertinent problem that we they actually facing at that particular time and there's you know those problems actually affect almost everyone and and and, 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 and and it's not like unique everyone gets sometimes a broke and it's sure. just that sometimes some some people wouldn't have a credit solution for to actually solve that i'm sure most people will have that end more than 35 or 30,000 usually they have credit cards but the lower end of the market they struggle to actually have uh, a credit card solution so they would use our platform as that credit card solution as a that uh tip money that they would use as an emergency funding right uh, you mentioned that when you were starting your business uh, most of your clients were your mates and colleagues um in your space um surely to me it suggests that you you didn't come without challenges the starting of this business didn't come without challenges tell us some of the challenges you had to overcome and how you overcame them when you uh started this uh, kind of adventure uh, uh actually quite a number of of ones uh challenges in terms of uh, there's there's internal challenges in terms of operating uh running the internal operation of the business there's outside challenges that in terms of being up to scratch with actually with uh, statutory uh requirements in terms of uh, uh being uh actually up to date with your your ncr uh compliance issues uh, your tax issues and stuff like that. So there's a vast, but in terms of uh, from an internal point of view, we obviously uh, it, the biggest challenge was actually trying to set up processes that would make sure that we have a smooth customer experience because that's what we want to actually emphasize and because our, our customers actually our main priority. So building those processes and the whole system that actually help our client to have a better experience, those are the big challenge. And then also growing the brand uh, and coming, uh, actually growing also with the customers to actually understand that also we run a, 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 a business with proper processes. It's not like, because you are my friend, we're gonna be lenient in terms of applying business uh, processes that you will find in a, in a, in a big uh, corporate. So those are kind of challenges that then you need to educate both the clients in terms of how they can better have a better relationship. And also building a team is also a very big challenge because it's, it's, it's very, it's easy to, to do your own job, but it's very difficult to have uh, people that you, you work with so that you can deliver the, the, the bigger picture goal. Which is um, something that I'm very um, I'm liking because I'm learning a lot. I'm learning every day with the business, and it's teaching me a lot in terms of how to actually uh, create uh, leaders that actually can look at things and solve societal issues. So, so it, it then it means the biggest challenge you probably face was reaching out to the customers beyond their friends and colleagues, as you you put it there. Um, uh, beyond client education, what are some of your strategies that you and, and another entrepreneur in the similar or the same space would consider employing when they reach their target uh, customers? If, if you're 
if you run any business, because uh, we, we must also remember as a business, you exist to solve other people's needs. And, 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 and with that in mind, actually sometimes, if you, even though you mustn't allow the client to run the business for you, but the client actually teach you what business solution that you should have. So I always tell young and upcoming entrepreneurs, just get a minimum viable product that you can take to market. And that minimum viable product will actually teach you other, uh, how you actually should move with your business. You're not going to come in and have all the, the answers on the first go and you can't deviate. The business will teach you what you need to do with the experience, with the challenges, how you solve them, and they will grow with the business. And most of the time, when we started off, we didn't, we didn't have other um, products like the business loans and other kind of stuff. We only focus on short-term consumer credit. But because we listen to the customer, and which is very important, what I would tell to, to, to young guys that as long as you, you put your ear and, and listen to customer, customer will tell you what they want and the, you provide the solution that the customer would want. That's, that's n- number one for me. All right. And, and your, your business largely uh, thrives through your online uh, present. Um, uh, what are some of the factors that contributed to your business um, uh, success online? So we have an online present, which is just for us, it's just a delivery mechanism. So it's, uh, it's not uh, like one of, we, st- we still operate like we are, have a physical, a physical presence because with that, you, we then still emphasize the customer experience as that I should service the client like I'm actually talking to a client on a face-to-face basis. And then hence we then emphasize on customer experience and then we have that personal touch, even though you you might not be looking at me and most of our stuff, uh, our interaction of our client actually go via WhatsApp, which is, it has that personal connection that you are interacting with someone and that has helped us a lot because then we are a, a people's business, not a, a, a business that people come and transcend and go. We actually grow with the customer. And then they, those are the customers that actually help us grow. And because then they become our brand ambassadors and they refer other clients to come to our platform. Will I be fair to to say that you are caught between a hard place and a rock? Um, a hard place being the formal banking institutions, and the rock being, uh, in this instance, uh, being the black market, your sh- loan sharks, um, and and you are in between the two. Um, how do you operate with efficiently within those uh, two constraints or competitions? Yes, uh, obvious. You can't uh, ignore in terms of, of course, banks have scale and they have uh, uh, much resources than we are. But that doesn't actually uh, that also give, uh, but they big and which give us a big advantage because they're not nimble as we are. For us, we are able to go to are small. We can make fast decisions. And then also being considered in the black market and people consider maybe sometimes a stereotype you would say we are alone. Sure. You then also have that, uh, uh, stigma of people saying you, 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 you're not, uh, doing something that is actually 
at of importance to society. So we, we, we bridged the two gaps in between in terms of, we don't want to be regarded as, as people that are actually destructive to society. Also, we don't also want to be regarded as something that is very stringent, that people don't have good relationship with banks because people feel like banks, uh, they're not providing what they want. So that's the bridge. And you want, you don't want to be either on the far side, also you also want to be on the on 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 the on the either side and you want to play in the middle and that i would say i wouldn't say it's a, it's a hard place it's a very nice place because <laughs> you can make your own rules and you it allows you to be very strategic in terms of how you move because the banks before they make a decision it needs to go many people whereas we actually can make decisions very rapidly which would actually be at the benefit of the customer let's Let's pay our bills and when we return, we're going to continue our conversation or continue our conversation with Guslim Patwa and he'll be giving us some tips on what we can apply in our business and professional spaces. This is Ubuntu Radio. From Kayalicha to Musina, our money crisscrosses the country, connecting communities. Now, our banknotes and coin look a little different with upgraded security features and new designs celebrating our heritage. But don't worry, your trusted rands with the new designs and the older ones are still worth the same. So go on, use both with confidence. Our money, our pride. SA Reserve Bank, connecting us. Hi, this is Lira and you're listening to Ubuntu Radio. Welcome back to the Midday Conversation with myself, Vosi Maupa. This show brought to us by Isabelo Makubo. And uh, as we're wrapping up, Mr. Mpatwa, uh, I'd like you to, uh, for you to give us some of the practical tips and insights uh, based on your experience of what you've achieved so far uh, for other small businesses owners that they can uh, apply in enhancing their business uh, ventures. Uh Look, uh, for me, I always tell people, uh, uh, business, being in business is not a spectator sport. And, and it's all, when I say that, what I mean by that, you can't, you, it's not only, uh, necessary for you to watch from outside to be able to be, uh, understand and, and let the enjoy the incredible journey. You need to be in the arena. So you learn stuff once you're in the field, you're playing and you're practicing. And the business is a living thing. It will teach you and, 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 and tell you what you need to do. And then that's what I'm saying. If you're sitting out there and watching other people, you wouldn't understand because you wouldn't understand the pressure that is inside. And that pressure is what is necessary to make you a better uh, entrepreneur. And then, which is to say, you need to be inside to be able to uh, be a better player. You don't uh, go watch people practice and you suddenly become a good soccer player. You need to be in the field and play as well. That's how you actually, you gain the muscle memory and you also gain new skills because you are inside. Uh, how ironic that you're using a, a soccer analogy. <laughs> and one thing we didn't talk about in uh, conversation for another day, of course, is that you yourself was a, you were a, pro, a, pro, a professional soccer player in some of the uh, high-level leagues there in, uh, in, in, in the Western Cape. But uh, this is a conversation for another day. Um, thank you so much for, for those practical tips. There you have it. Uh, we'll see what you make of them to help your venture grow as well. Mr. Mpatwa, as we 
close, uh, we'd like to do a quiz with you uh, and give me a scale of one to 10, one being worse or bad, 10 being good or excellent. And um, you know, I'm gonna ask you these three questions. You can give me your answer with substantiation, reasoning or not. Um, in your view, what's the outlook of ease on doing business in Africa in a scale of one to 10? I would say uh, seven. Mm. With ease, I, would, I look at it in terms of uh, uh, what in terms of you need to, in terms of getting the paperwork done uh, to, to run and to be official, to actually operate. Uh, but um, that obvious, that's why I'm, I'm giving seven because I'm also very optimistic that things would improve, uh, especially for guys that sit in rural areas. Don't have a, a lot of access to some of the uh, uh, facilities that you get in a bigger city, like being close to a to a, a, a police uh, police station, so that you can get your 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 your, your clearance in terms of criminal records, and also your uh, SARS to walk in. So they don't have those kind of stuff. If those uh, services can be close to people, even close to funders, that uh, would actually improve the service. So those are kind of stuff that we can improve on and hence that I gave you a, a modern uh, outlook. But I'm excited because everyone is now uh, uh, in the mood that unemployment is high and they want to make things work for themselves. Hence, they, uh, they actually even the government is actually on the back we're going to say, let's make these services accessible to people. Right. And the outlook of economic growth in South Africa in the scale of one to 10? Uh, I would say six. Uh, 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 in terms of why six, it's obviously there's a lot of special stuff that you need to fix uh, as a country so that you can actually unlock the uh, entrepreneurship. Because uh, remember, you need to, this thing, it's a, it's a big machine. It needs a lot of multiple uh, uh, parts to actually mm. to function properly. But I also have this uh, strong belief that uh, there's a lot of activities that happens within the informal sector, which is not, net, which contributes to the, to the to the growth rate of our country GDP, but they're not necessarily captured because of uh, the type of the sector that they operated, which is the informal sector. So there's a lot of informal uh, business that are operating that do uh, play a, a, a vital role. Especially you go to the rural areas, townships. There's a lot of business that are happening. I'll make an example because I spend most of my time in Cape Town. Go to Kailicha. There's a lot of business movements then, but you. You might uh, you might say there's nothing happening in Kailicha because those kind of stuff are not necessarily recorded. So, uh, but with mm. the energy that I'm getting with entrepreneurs, we're gonna be growing, and people are are, are more entrepreneurial than I've seen in in terms of even my generation. Everyone thinks about even professionals. They look. It's, uh, it's no longer a safe, sustainable way to get a job, and and you need to have an additional income. That actually would uh, um, enhance the entrepreneurial activities. Sure. And my final question to you uh, on this quiz is, what are your sense on the outlook on digital transformation for small businesses in South Africa on a scale of 1 to 10? I would say 8, close to 9. Why? Uh, which is... Uh, 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 everyone almost have a smartphone. And, and, and then 
and which means if you have a smartphone, you can actually uh, do a lot of uh, stuff. Hence, you have people now being uh, uh, social media influencer because of uh, of, of the, being having a smartphone. That's what is happening in terms of the digital migration. People actually use taking advantage of technology, but that we still need to have a, a leg to say how then we put people to use that device as as part of our, as a power computers to better their life, especially get into entrepreneurship. Because our platform is actually digital, mm-hmm. all of it, mm-hmm. and, and, and 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 then people have access to our uh, to our service through having a cell phone. And yeah. I'm saying there's a big potential that we can still unlock there, and we can uh, we there's no way that we would lag behind if we take that as one of our potential that we want to exploit. Mr. Mpashwa, thank you so much for honoring our invitation and uh, making your contribution quite insightful, I should say. We wish you nothing short of the best uh, with your venture TPG loans, that is. And how do people get in touch with you or the TPG loan platform? So you can go to our website, www.tpgloans.com. Uh, and then you also, if you go to the contact page, you also get our contact details there. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to leave the business contact numbers. Go ahead. Where people can actually, can, can reach us. Uh, they can actually also reach out on WhatsApp at, uh, 071-950-5503. All right. Please repeat that. that. 071-950-5503. Double five zero three. That's our WhatsApp number. In terms of, that's the same number that you will see if you go to the contact page on the website, uh, and then with which is an hour I can available on voice and WhatsApp on that number. And and also thank you very, very much uh, for the opportunity. Uh, it's actually uh, just to people to know what we do, and 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 we very and I said. One of our ethos is actually democratizing credit. And then we very feel very proud that we are making that accessible to people and and, and people can, can move on their life and not be stuck with small issues because everyone has money problems. And thanks very much for giving the opportunity to share that what's what what's our role in, 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 in making sure that access of to finance is actually accessible to everyone. You're most welcome, Mr. Mpatran. Thanks to you once again for honoring our invitation and being a guest on today's show. Please check them out on www.tpgloans.com. That is www.tpgloans.com. That's where you're going to get all the information you need about their services and more. That was Mr. Kushan Patra, the founder and CEO of uh, TPG Loans uh, that we had a conversation with.